1: Welcome to Combat Sports Radio. I am your host, Rob Aguilar, and today on Combat Sports Radio, we are joined by the director and writer of the movie Fight Like a Girl, Jill Morley. Jill, welcome to Combat Sports Radio.
0: Thanks so much, Rob.
1: This is a a fascinating film uh, from start to finish, and I guess my first question is, what attracted you to boxing? What about it lured you? I've always been attracted to
0: boxing. I mean, like I said, I've always loved, like, Muhammad Ali. I used to watch it with my dad. And then I always was, like, an athletic kid. And I was playing baseball soccer and tennis. And, like, I could like always love hitting things, you know. Um, but growing up, we were more encouraged to box. So I learned up playing tennis. And I did make first team all-state in high school, as well as um, I played on a division One college team. And then in New York, um, you know, I was an actress and a writer for years, and I've always looked at the sport of boxing, but I didn't realize there was, like, a way that women could compete in it, you know, um, until 1995, as I saw the film Shadow Boxers with Lucia Riker, and I was really impressed and really drawn to it, but at the time, I was living from performing a oh, on stage, so I thought, I really I can't perform it with black eyes, <laughs> you know? Fucked it up, lips and stuff like that. So I held off again, and then finally, when um, you know later on, I just started to get attracted to it again. And um, I saw there was another woman who was close to my age who was trained for the bouldy fight, and I thought, you know, what the heck, let me do it. So I started training, and um, and I fought in the bone bug, you know, twice
1: actually. You get very personal in the film, and you share a lot of private things. How difficult was it to be so open about these things in your life?
0: You know, it's very difficult. Um, It it feels like I'm nervous about the screening because it's going to be the first time people are going to find out a lot of things about me. Um, You know, but I always look at it as I'm hoping it will help other people. And from what I've seen, it it has. It inspires people. um, It helps people get past their own um, demons, things that haunt them in their lives, you know. Um, I don't think I'm that much different. I think I have a lot of flaws and a lot of problem, you know, issues. But I think a lot of people do. And I guess the message is to just keep fighting through them. And what better metaphor is there than boxing?
1: Was this film able to help you, I guess, get over certain things from your past in your life?
0: Yeah. You know, it was. I didn't set out to do that. You know, I set out honestly to make a film about the other woman I had met while I was training. And then um, what happened to me kind of became a prominent factor in the story because of what the story was about. So I did not... My intention was not to really be a main character in the film. It was to portray these other, these other women and then train for the Golden Gloves as the background character. But because of uh, what happened, I wound up um, having to tell my story. Um, I mean, that's just what the story commanded. Like, if I kept what happened to me out of it, I felt like I
1: would be lying in some way. There's, um... Part of the film that was very intense, I think, when you share, and I don't want to give too much away because we want people to, to go out and and take a look at this film and support it because I think personally it's a great film. I enjoyed it very much. There's uh, th- this part of the film where where you talk about taking a handful of sleeping pills, and yeah. what went through your mind after you, you know, you take those pills and you swallow them, and and in that moment, what are you feeling? What are you thinking?
0: Moment, I think I just was I just wanted to sleep. I wanted to go to sleep for a very long time <laughs> because I was in such pain. Um, and I guess I wasn't thinking about you know, I want to get a tattoo that was just so fast on my wrist just because sometimes it's it's So deep and so horrific, and I, I do understand why like, people commit suicide or people put themselves in certain situations that need to the um, myth. Because uh, it, you know, it's a feeling up inside that is uh, is not necessarily true, but it's true in that moment, and uh, they're basically trying to fix a temporary problem with a permanent solution. <laughs> Right. That, um, really but was
1: it just that you wanted to get some sleep Or was it, do you think, like a, like a suicide attempt?
0: No, it was just I mean, I meant, um, when I said I, like I just wanted to shut down My emotions um, I, I didn't want to feel I, I felt so Helpless and hopeless um, I felt like I was Worthless as a person That I couldn't um, Get past certain hurdles In my life and I never was going to be able to, and that I didn't deserve to take up space on the earth. That's I guess what I was going. To do.
1: do you regret doing that?
0: You know, I do and I don't. I fear that I put my friends and my family through a lot of pain. You know, that um, now in my in a better state of mind, I realize, oh my god, I like, I feel so terrible. I put my husband through and my friends and family. You know, but in a way too, God, I learned so much from it, and if I can help other people not do that and find a way out of their situations I and mean,
1: you have to the way. and you just gone. your husband is part of this film he is just such a supportive person in your life and i think that when we find someone like that in our lives it's like it's like a gift uh to have someone that, that supports you and cares about you and i enjoyed him in the film also you know, he he's just seems like like a really cool all-around person
0: um, yeah, we joke around about that because I, like, I feel like we're both like, I think I made him look too good in the film. <laughs> you know, like, I real realize I'm like, oh God, it's only new. But no, but he's a really good guy. And the other part of that was that, um, you know, I don't want people to think that women who fire to fight or something that they're done, that they hate men or have a problem with them. Like, I love men. And men um, has helped me be a better boxer. I mean, it, you know, men were the ones who knew how to train people, you know, like that's just how it was was for years, so um, I've been fortunate to meet some good ones Um, and then, you know, my husband is is a gift to me uh, you know, to have someone who's supportive and who who understands that, look, I'm a person that, you know, I I like fighting, or I like to fight it, I like doing this, I like doing that, he likes doing what he likes to do, and it's not gender specific, you know
1: Um,
0: but we just support each other for who we are and we try trying to support other people, you know, in
1: the same Now, going from, I guess, the personal side of the movie to the boxing side of things, from what you encountered in the movie, why do you think that women don't get the recognition that that the men get? Uh, because a lot of the women, from what we saw in the film, make almost no money. I mean, uh, I, I think uh, Kim said that her first fight, she made like 500, 600 bucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an ongoing situation and, and problem not you know honestly i'm hoping like you know i i hope i'm not aiming too high but I, mean, I do hope to bring women boxers to the forefront i mean um obviously there's no been no media attention the way that men's fighting has gotten or even if, if you follow mma you follow mma sure right? yeah oh I'm... yeah so so you know look at the ufc like we don't have a dana white you know we need we need promoters and people like up there you know like women mma it's huge. I, I manage a woman who does MMA. I've managed it for two years. I've just seen it blow up exponentially in the last two years. And there's no reason why that does not happen for boxing, except that we need a promoter, you know, we need media
1: coverage. There's definitely talent. It's not that the pool of talent isn't good. There's plenty of, of talented women that give it their all. And it's just something that I don't know. I try at times to think about why why it is. That they don't get the coverage that they deserve, and
0: yeah, I mean, there's a ridiculous amount of talent. I mean, I you know I know a lot of the women personally, and I, when I watch them, I'm in awe. I'm in awe they're fighting, and I'm in awe of the, the what they went through to get there, and the fact that you know there's, their are rating didn't pay that much to do it, but they just have this passion. Um, you no, know, the talent is it's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I wish you know. Who knows? Hopefully, we can we can help change that. I think it's only a matter of time, though, because as the women's MMA blows up, and also like you saw the the Jessica Andrade fight mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, the Hafanelli, well, like you know when she I saw the whole show and just the way she was moving the box was really good. And I'm thinking, I'm hoping that MMA fans or fight fans who saw that, be like, wow, like there's some skill there. Right. Um, and maybe they want they tune in for, and I think actually Dana White from what I read online is actually getting behind a boxing show but it's
1: all men women's MMA is, is on fire I mean um, they've promoted immensely I mean and they go on these worldwide promotional tours Misha Tate who's been on our show before uh, Ronda Rousey are having a, a rematch in the next couple of mm-hmm. weeks and uh, they went on a worldwide tour yep yeah. So, yeah, I mean there's
0: but, and they have the money to do it, you know? Um, plus, there's also a Shannon Knapp, is someone you should know, who founded Invicta. Yeah. And, you know, about Invicta fighting for all, all female fighting leagues. Right. And she did a lot by raising the profile. Um, my fighter, Kiana Rain, fought in, I think it was their second, um, like on their second club. Mm-hmm. And it was just so well done and really high production value. And People came out to Kansas City and they just, it was filled. I mean, because besides the technical aspects, the women are also super passionate, and you're not going to see, so, like, a girl trying not to lose a fight the way you might see a guy try right. not to lose. Right. They all cycle like, win.
1: Now, do you think that your film will help, perhaps, maybe change uh, people's perception oh, of female boxers? You no, know, I,
0: I hope. I really hope. I mean, you know, it just, Depends on how much media coverage I can get on my film. And then if I can do that, then I'd love to, you know, transfer that to the women in the sport who deserve it. You know, um, You know, I know I was leading resistance. It took me seven years, you know, to make this film. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, people were like telling me, oh, people don't like seeing women fight, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, during the course of my making the film, women started boxing at you know, the game. Games. Um, and then this whole MMA thing blew up. Um, so it's just a matter of time, I hope, until you get some of the, you know, the attention to the women and the And the other thing is, like, I think when you find out the people's story behind it, sure. it becomes even more interesting, and you want to see their fight, and you come to love the sport, which I think is how um, USC kind of happened, is they got big once, you know, like, founded the, the tough show. Sure. You know, and people started watching that, following the, the fighters in their lives, and then they watched the fights with, like, something else, like a history behind it. And I think the same thing could be done for the women.
1: When the audience leaves the room after they have saw your film, what do you want them to walk away with? Is there a feeling that you want to take home with them after watching your film?
0: You know, everyone takes home something a little different. which I really like, because, you know, everyone is unique, you know, and some things speak to them and some things don't. But, um, I mean, one of the things is just, you know, of course, they're never giving up and just really seeing the passion and the humanity in these women and and what they're trying to do, you know. Um, There's so many messages. For me, too, you know, at the end, like, I love teaching little girls boxing, you know, I love uh, giving and, you know, the service of that and showing. Like, showing these young women, like, yeah, you know, there's different ways to express yourself, and it's okay, you know. You know, if anything, it'll help you be more confident,
1: you know, in life, I think. Yeah. I've heard that over and over. That's also one of the things I enjoyed, also, at the end, seeing the the charity work uh, that you give back to the community and helping these girls enjoy a sport and be athletic I think this was also featured on, on Univision I think they did a segment on this as well
0: yeah yeah they did because um, I had started this program and uh, I was doing it every week at uh, the Norvista Center here in um, Los Angeles and I, I, did, I did like six weeks programs like right now my sickles are crazy but I haven't been able to call for it but these girls just loved it their parents were telling me oh they're, they're they're not fighting with their brothers, you know. They're going to bed on time, and, um, and you know, there's a lot of issues. There's also, like, they don't have schools anymore, you know. Um, but I thought this should be an important thing for them to do, and um, and these girls were tough, and they wanted to do it, you know. It was fun
1: to see. Now the movie's gonna be screened uh, here in New York at the Shadow Box Film Festival uh, at three thirty-three West Twenty-third Street here in New York, New York, uh, Friday, December the 6th at 8 p.m. and Saturday December the 7th at 12 noon and you guys can get tickets by calling 1-800-838-3006 that's 1-800-838-3006 and I encourage everyone to check this film out what I liked about it is you, you root for every one of those girls um, and you want them to do well and it's really nice how at the end we see where they are now and, and what they are up to. We invite everyone to go check this film out.
0: Thanks, Robin. It's also like, really important to me to hear like, both males and females, like fighters, tell me how much they related to this or how. Because I wanted to give a real authentic portrayal from the inside. Because that's never been done, you know. <clears throat> and although I, my story had a lot of crazy tricks to it, <laughs> I think it's um, you know, I, I, I'm just so glad I, you know, did the journey justice. Um, and they also can go to Fight Like a Girl at dot and look up reviews or screenings. Or we'll put a link to this eventually. You know, sure. um, the trailer. Um, yeah, and also on, on Friday and Saturday, I'll be there afterwards to do Q and A. Uh, and so will Maureen Shea, and who's one of the. Featured people at the just on the show, and on Saturday all the women will be there: um, Kimberly Tomes, uh, Susan Reno, Maureen Shea, and myself. So the only one we're missing is uh, Melissa Hernandez. So hopefully we'll get her
1: next time. Fantastic. Do you have a, a Twitter that listeners can follow you on? Are you? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's at
0: Jill, at Jill Morley. J-I-L-L-M-O-R-L-E-Y.
1: Jill, thank you very much for your time, and uh, we appreciate you uh, being on the show. And again, we encourage everyone to support this film. Great film.
0: Thank you, Robert. Thanks for the opportunity. And I hope to see you one day.
1: Fantastic. Yes, yes, definitely.